Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Welcome back to Small Business Marketing Then and Now. I'm your host, Howard Walpuff. Again, this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Uh, today, we're going to talk about speed. Now, when you're working, you obviously want to have a good, nice workflow, but we're not talking about workflow. We're talking about speed of your website and speed of the process that your prospects are getting to know you, their first impression on your website, trying to load different pages. And we've all been in situations where we're trying to get something and the website is just not loading or it's loading very slowly and you get frustrated and you may go off to the next website and not spend the time with who you thought you might be speaking to. This is the problem with small businesses and it's in a situation they don't want to be in, having a prospect interested in them, but then looking away to somebody else because they just can't get the information open fast enough. So we have an expert with us today who's going to share with us about why that's important and uh, then, then emphasize why that's very important and then go through the process of what they do with uh, small businesses. His name is Dan Gorgiev. He is actually from Bulgaria. He is a Forbes 30 under 30 and is a co-founder and CEO of NitroPack, which is an all-in-one performance optimization service that's powering over 50,000 websites per day, providing lightning fast load times and great page speed scores. He has done a number of other amazing things in this space. And we're gonna learn a little about that uh, as we go along with this conversation. So, Dan, thank you, and, and welcome to the conversation. Thank you, Howard. Uh, what a fantastic intro. Thank you so much. Well, I, uh, we're going to talk about speed, so hopefully it was, it was uh, fast <laughs> enough for everyone as I was going through that. But um, you have been in this space for quite a while. You're, you're, uh, you are young for the success that you've had, and, but still uh, experienced in, uh, in the types of companies you've built and been working with. And uh, why don't you kind of give us a little uh, intro to you and how you got started in this business? Thank you for the kind words. I would say that I personally measure success by the amount of tangible value that people get out of whatever I am working on. So um, first of all, it is a team effort. And I must say from the get-go that if we ever manage to build something of value, this is completely 100% thanks to a fantastic team that is behind the product. So NitroPack is a solution for website speed optimization. The engineering team behind it has been working on site speed pretty much since 2011. And back then it started for, uh, or, or started by, um, customers who needed a caching solution for one specific platform. This was built and as time went on, more and more features were added. So NitroPack became more and more powerful as an optimization platform. And with time progressing, um, it became obvious that actually site speed is not a problem for just one platform. Site speed is a global issue and it's a very tricky one to solve from what we've heard from our customers so far people really don't have an easy way to go about solving site speed. People usually go and try and sort of piece together different tools, which 
may or may not work so well. Uh, those aren't really made to work in unison. And usually when you have pieces of software that don't align very well, that tends to take a lot of time of trying to, to sort of puzzle things together. On the other hand, um, they, there would be the option to try and get specialized developers for this. Those are relatively few to find um, and they could be out of budget for, for many projects. So we wanted to sort of fill in what we think is a gap where as a small business owner, which I am and I have been in the past, um, you want to be focusing on the core value that you're working on, the core be it product or service. And if you have to go and deal with a very technical subject that is side speed, this may be overwhelming. This may be very hard to achieve in reality. That's why from the get-go, we said, um, hey, it seems like designing a product that is software as a service will be the best solution that could scale, that could help a lot of people. So this is the sort of um, where we started to, to, to think about NitroPack and how we started to think about NitroPack in terms of how can we solve this problem for as many people as possible? How can we use the modern technologies that could really help you scale something like this, like machine learning? And the answer was, well, let's go ahead and build a SaaS solution. Let's build an automated piece of software that could help a wide a range of websites across different platforms. Now, working with these companies can be challenging because one small business owner and small businesses is a very, uh, the, the definition is, a lot of it depends on what kind of business is actually you're, you're talking to in the first place. Sometimes they're, they're focused on the size, sometimes focused on, on the revenues, but not every small business, or I'd say most small businesses, don't have a chief technology officer. Sometimes you're dealing directly with just the owner or someone in the marketing department. So how does someone who may not be as tech savvy as you are and, and, and your team is, how, how does that translate in some of the conversations you have with them? I would, um, I, have, I have a great example in my head. It was someone that I talked to a couple of weeks back and it's a great fellow I think in his early thirties and he runs three different websites self-made man, um, entrepreneur, he um, earned his living 100% um, through the websites that he's built and manages. And his words were, and I'm paraphrasing here, he hadn't had a day off in more than a month because there's so much work to do. And he was really happy that he could just click a button, connect NitroPack to his website and more or less NitroPack starts working because the way we've designed the system since day one is we give you a preset configuration, which works for the majority of websites. And there's several presets that you could pick from, but for majority of websites, you just connect it to NitroPack and it starts working. You could go and configure it in detail if you wanted to, or if you have technical people on board, but you don't have to. So for most sites out there, there's a preset of settings that applies automatically. You connect your website to NitroPack and things get going. Even if you need help, there's a support team there. So we're more than happy to, to, to help out with uh, getting things going with NitroPack. And that was mostly it. We wanted to be able to provide something that is easy to use for non-technical people. But at the same time, if you know what you're doing and you wanna go really in depth, 
you could go advanced with quite a lot of settings that you can play around with. Which is good for the site, but also very much more confusing for those that really are not in the, the know. Looking at it for themselves, obviously having a resource like you and your team helps these companies play in the big leagues and, and be at that level that people are seeing them coming in from, uh, from off the internet. I think that could be really a powerful sort of synergy between us and site owners. I have a, a very um, sort of um, favorite example, someone who works and um, has their e-commerce store operating from Greece and they sell very expensive carpets, very nice carpets, but very expensive ones. And they want to focus on that. They want to focus on pushing extra sales numbers to hit their goals. And they really don't get any extra value from having to deal with technicalities, from having to deal with, hey, um, is my critical CSS working properly? Or do I have um, something deferred in a JavaScript that could be tweaked in a better way? And this is where we come in. And this is where it seems to really click so that um, people have the peace of mind that, hey, there's a team of experts there working to build an automated thing that I can um, go ahead and use and sort of have this as a solution to my speed problems. So you put all this effort in, you put all these changes and, and, and uh, you, put, you put this process into someone's website and all of a sudden Google makes a decision and it's time to change their algorithm. They're trying to change um, some of the, 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 the process of what they do and what websites have been reacting to for a certain amount of time. And, all, and they don't tell anyone about it. Oh, there's whispers back and forth, but there's no big announcement until after it's happened. What does a day like that feel for you after something like that has happened? And, it had, and how do you prepare for this with the, with your, uh, with the businesses you're working with? In the recent history, we have had Google announcing um, major updates ahead of time. So I would speak to one that is um, imminent, something that is very important, the so-called Core Web Vitals, which are three different metrics that are um, measured from real-world user experiences. So quite literally from the browsers and the browsing sessions of end users for a given website. So in this case, um, we could say that there seems to be a clear trend towards Google sort of pushing for speed and performance. So we wouldn't be able, to, or I personally don't have examples of uh, where we sort of woke up in the morning and absolutely everything was changed. It seems like um, incremental changes or larger changes have been um, released and advanced that people could get ready. Of course, that is a very big event. Um, there is a lot of thought, both business-wise and engineering-wise, but it's always a very exciting challenge because the challenge is from day one, we are a speed company. We make your website faster. And this is a first and foremost, a business benefit and a business type of um, value that we create. And with current trends, we see how Google is pushing in that direction as well. So I can only say that it makes even more sense to be looking at, hey, how do I get my website faster? So 
so far, so good. Uh, the Core Web Vital updates are expected to roll in for mobile in June. So in a couple of weeks from now, breaking news from, I think was uh, two days ago, there was a Google conference where they announced that Core Web Vitals will be part of the ranking signals for desktop as well. As far as I'm aware, there hasn't been a uh, date for this release yet. So what is known so far is that in June, mobile will be the first um, sort of area where speed is gonna play uh, a role in their ranking signals. Keep you on your toes, which is a good thing because uh, it, it helps when, when oh, yeah. companies that use you as a resource know that you know exactly what's going on and how to adapt to it. We have to, this, this is something that we're really passionate about. I mean, I honestly think that there is such a big benefit to be gained globally from faster websites. I myself use the internet, obviously on a daily basis. I shop predominantly online and I hate it when sites are slow. I mean, it's super frustrating because if you're a user and your you're sort of way of thinking usually is, how could this load so slowly? I just want to buy a t-shirt or I just want to order this from Amazon. I mean, this needs to, to be a click, click done experience. And that's what people expect. You really have no excuse of, of having someone, something loading 10 seconds or more. It's absurd numbers like this. And even if the trend towards speed is something that has massively been um, pushed in that direction for a year in or a half probably, I personally think it's gonna be an even bigger trend in the future. I don't see how slow websites could have um, sort of a good standing in the future. Obviously content is king. Relevant content is yeah. always number one, but if you've invested so much in relevant content, which you most likely have, then it really seems a shame to not think of, hey, how do I also deliver that content as well as I can? So it brings up the, I guess we'll call it the opposite focus to it. Companies that choose not to invest in speed and invest in a company like yours, um, what are they losing when they don't have the optimal speed on their website? Like you already started with your personal frustration that then my personal frustration as well, waiting for a site to load and, uh, and then making a decision whether to stick with them or not and, and pursue the t-shirt or not. But what other damage are they doing to their bottom line because they're not really focused on the speed? I read a study the other day that suggested that customer acquisition cost across industries has risen by 70% in the last years. Now, I don't have the study in front of me, so that is something that needs to be double-checked, but it seems intuitively that this is the case because there's so many companies sort of popping up every day. And with emerging markets, you have many more, um, or you're gonna have much more competition in all types of niches. I mean, there's so many people competing online nowadays, especially after the pandemic. A lot of businesses that used to be brick and mortar now are online. Uh, they either yes. chose to, or were more or less um, urged by the pandemic to transition to online. So competition is gonna be even bigger. And the more competition you have, the fewer chances you're gonna have to win a customer with anything but an amazing experience. And you can deliver an amazing experience if you're slow. 
this is a challenge that um, we see as well. You, you have to be quick, and in the modern in the modern day, things happen very quickly, and decisions are made very quickly, and the loyalty is something that is very very difficult to achieve, especially customer loyalty. So, my two cents on this are: if you don't think of speed, you really better have a very strong unique value proposition. And even if you do, you're still better off if you deliver it quickly. So you, you bring up, a, these are great points and it is key that these companies are, are focused on how to make the experience better for their prospects and their future customers and their current customers. And you seem to have been extremely successful over the last year, couple of years of providing that to more and more companies. You've had some significant growth over the last couple of years in the, in the amount of companies that you are providing these services to. Kind of tell us how that happened. What, what, what spurred on the growth and why you, why you continue to grow and, and add on more clients? Um, thank you. That's a very good question. <laughs> and one of, one of my favorite topics to talk about. So I think that we are in a fantastic position that is very hard to come by where a lot of work throughout the years on a piece of technology is at the right place, at the right time and delivers the right value. What I mean by this is NitroPack is a product with a lot of engineering behind it. So there, there were new solutions implemented and uh, new techniques that hadn't been used in such a way before. So there was quite a few things that were built for the first time or marketed for the first time. And we see, or we think from the traction that we see so far with the market that this solution seems to be working very well. And it seems like we're in a place where the product works well. It makes sense to, to, to function as an automated service. There's quite a lot of growing demand. I mean, side speed is a very tangible pain for a variety of different businesses and end users online. So we think we have a good solution to a painful problem. This has been the, um, the driving force behind growth, but obviously there is a lot more to it. Uh, we've invested a lot in uh, inbound marketing and working with partners. I think partnerships have been if not the most valuable, then on a, up there, one of the most valuable things that we've invested time and effort in. And we try and be as close to our customers as possible, getting to know them, um, being very, very open to feedback. When you grow, and when you grow rapidly, there's always gonna be areas that, that you need to improve. There's always gonna be features you need to build. There's gonna be uh, pieces of the product that you need to improve. But the most important thing is we try to be humble and very close to our users and really listen to feedback and try and solve the problem for specific segments. So one of the things that we're very excited about is we're working behind the scenes and we're going to be releasing things in the near future where we try and gather as much insight into the use cases of our different segments as much as possible. So because speed is one type of problem for e-commerce, but it's a completely different problem for a hosting company, for example, or for a small business. 
And this is something that we're very excited about. We think that really digging deep into the use cases that real people have and, and providing a tailor-made solution for those cases is going to be the way to go forward. So uh, yeah, this is the, the direction we're betting on, investing quite a lot in R&D, investing quite a lot in our support team. Um, and let's see how this pans out in the near future. So I guess taking this all in, and if I'm a small business owner that knows enough but really doesn't know anything when it comes to the, uh, the process of what the website is doing and functioning in the speeds and knows that I need to do something to address my speed issue, taking the technical out of it and speaking the, the, the basic terms for a novice, what, what would you best describe your services as and what you can provide for them? The easiest way I would describe it is NitroPack is the piece of software that's going to work 24-7 for your pages, keeping them optimized. You change content, we know you've changed content. So we go and optimize, for example, the new article that you created or the new product that you pushed. And we take care of doing this in the background at all times. And the way this is done is through... Um, so there's several optimization techniques going there, but with time, um, we've gathered a lot of data in terms of different setups. So a lot of compatibility with different be it plugins or services. And then we go ahead, we work with your HTML, JavaScript, CSS. We work with images, making sure that they're served for the containers that they're going to be seen by your end customers in. And we serve your images and other resources through a CDN, that's a content delivery network that ensures that there is the shortest amount of physical travel between your image and your end user. Because if you have something hosted, say in the States, but you have someone from Australia trying to open their website, that's quite the round trip. Mm -hmm. You would not wanna be doing that. You wanna have something on-prem or not on-prem, but very, very close or as close by as possible to your end users. Uh, usually those are called points of presence and uh, having the CDN built in as is the case with NitroPy really helps out with that a lot. I, I think you, uh, you, you address that well so that people who don't understand can actually understand and those that do understand obviously as we've had this conversation you really have shared the, the deep insight to what, uh, what you are serving and what are you doing for these websites to make sure that as as uh, high performance as possible for these companies, which is really a great service considering, yes, many more companies are now online and some of them really kind of forced that process through because of the pandemic. And now there's a lot more expectation from their clients moving forward. The expectations are rising by the day. I can say <laughs> we see that as a business as well. And I think that's, I honestly think that's, that's a very good thing. I think that high customer expectations are at the end of the day, the way to go forward because it keeps companies sort of on their toes and, and it keeps everyone trying to provide as much value as possible, which I think is at the end of the day, a good, a good place to be, uh, a good place to be at and, and, and a good trend. Uh, so yeah, um, high expectations, definitely. And 
it's very exciting to to work in that type of environment and try and provide something that is of top-notch quality and, and build a product like this. Well, it's very exciting to hear about. It's very exciting to see and, and really exciting to see the success that you've had with the growth that you've had and, and, and how many companies that you are serving and, uh, and, and keeping them functioning in the, in the right way over the course of this time. Um, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you and to learn more uh, about NitroPack and, and how they can take advantage of the services? Quickest way is going to nitropack.com. Over there, you can just type in your website URL. We have a tool that you just click a button and we analyze how your website is performing right now. And we do a demo optimization and we're able to tell you through that very quick test, how we expect to be able to optimize your website. So there's gonna, there's gonna be something that you can see in terms of, hey, how much do I expect to get out of this? In terms, uh, in, in a matter of a couple of minutes when you go to nitropack.com. And over there on the website, you can start with a free plan uh, 24 seven, no credit card required. The free plan gives you access to a powerful optimization engine that NitroPack is, and you can go ahead and test it out any time of the day. It's great to test out on, for example, staging websites or uh, developer environments, depending on what uh, the use case may be. And also we have built things like a safe mode that allows you to test NitroPack on a live website, but without any of your users seeing it, before you've completed your tests. So there's quite a few things built in to make sure you can properly test everything out and uh, be very, very comfortable with what NitroPack can do for you in terms of optimization before you roll it out to a live website. Fantastic, and that, that's really great for companies to, to kind of dip their feet in the water a little bit, but really see the results and obviously see the, the success that you bring to a company. So. Dan, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. This really was, I, I learned a ton. I really hope everyone else did as well. And uh, I, I'm really excited and impressed with all the, the success you've had over the course of the last year. I can only imagine what you're going to accomplish over the next year. So best of luck to you moving forward. And thank you so much for joining us today. Howard, thank you as well. And it has been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us today. I hope you really got as much out of this as I did and uh, start looking at your websites and determining whether you are uh, going as fast as you need to, or obviously there's this free resource right here to get you started and, uh, and, and get that speed where it needs to be. But uh, analyze that, think about that, go out and have a great day today and we'll see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.